What's up everybody, Travis here. I am so happy that you're joining me today. We're gonna be having a conversation that will inspire you and I'll give you some life updates so that you're up to date with everything that's going on in my life, if you care about that stuff. And to start off, I have a few things that I've been really excited about and I wanted to share with you because I have been getting pumped about some of this stuff, okay? I've been getting really into style, you guys, and Real Men, Real Style, the YouTube channel has been a go-to. There's been some other ones, but I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. Obviously, Alpha M, you know, that guy's cool. But anyways, I found out about this belt company, and it's called Anson Belts, and there's no, like, affiliation or whatever. I mean, I'm just not that big of a deal, you know, so no sponsorships over here. But I like this belt that I saw because... It doesn't have holes, okay? It doesn't have holes right there. And it uses this track system to lock into place. So normally like an old school belt or whatnot, you know, you put it in the holes or whatever, and it gets like bunched up and messed up over time. I've, I've you know, messed up so many belts just over the years because the wear and tear on them from them hooking into this thing, right? But this one, see if you hear it. It goes on this track, and then there's a lever that you just hit, and you pull it out. And it's cool, and like I said, no holes, so. Another thing that I've been really excited about, besides like style and fashion, I'm, I'm learning about this, okay, you guys? Like, I know I'm in my, like, <laughs> athletic t-shirt and my gold chain, you know, because I'm trying to be icy, but that's just how it is. Another thing that I've been really excited about is this A2 milk, okay? And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that when I was 16 years old, I stopped drinking milk, I stopped eating dairy because my dermatologist told me to. And I had really bad acne, and so I cut all that stuff out of my diet for all these years, and I've never drinking milk. I've always known that whole milk is good for like gaining weight and bulking up and stuff like that but it was off limits for me. But when I found this A2 milk, oh my gosh, you guys. And this is my life, okay? This is my life. You can do whatever you want. But I started drinking this A2 milk and I'm drinking like one of the cartons. I'm trying to drink one of those a day. The reason being is because it's got like 50 grams of protein and I think 1200 calories or something like that. But you guys, like, it's been a game changer. Because someone like me, I'm real skinny, and I have a hard time eating a lot of food. Now, some of you that really know me, you're like, Travis, you eat, like, all the time. Yes, yes, I know I eat all the time, but I need to eat moss, like, moss moss. Because <laughs> I gotta grow and get the muscles, you know, so. Anyways, yeah, so I've been really excited about this A2 milk. I think I bought, um like six of those cartons, you know, trying to last me the week, but been really excited about that. And then I am really excited for swimming weather, okay? And over at my apartment complex, the kids have been going to the pool and stuff, and uh, I wanna go to the pool too. Truthfully, it's not really warm enough to go swim now, but it's coming, you know, it's, it's coming. Um, and some of you guys, you know, you like the fall and the sweaters and like winter and stuff, that kind of weather. And I completely understand. But summer 
is my favorite season by far. I like the summer. You can like whatever you like, but I like the summer. I don't mind the difference. You know, it's like I don't mind the sun. I don't mind the rain. And truthfully, that in and of itself is a sermon. Um, just being able to appreciate all of life and how all of it really causes us to grow. Um, and that's, that's a sermon in itself. So I'll keep on going. I asked you guys on Instagram, what are some things that make you feel creative, okay? And I, I heard the obvious one, okay? Coffee. Now, coffee is like liquid creativity, okay? When you drink coffee, it makes you feel cool, or at least it makes me feel cool, because all these people drink coffee, all these creative people drink coffee, and then some, you know, a couple people were like, changing things up, you know, just doing something different, seeing a new perspective, changing your scenery, going for a walk. I mean, I have been going on walks recently and I absolutely love it. I'm walking around my apartment complex or just going on the treadmill and walking, which sounds kind of boring, but when you sit at a computer all day and you're like doing computer work, just standing and walking, it is very good for you, okay? So I just have really enjoyed walking around. But I also asked you guys what sort of things make you creative because I kind of wanted to have a conversation around this topic, okay? So as a creative person, as a content creator, now some of you guys, you might not necessarily feel creative. Like Travis, I am not a creative person. Well, I, I hear that and I understand it, um, but we might have different definitions of creativity. And I think there's actually a very functional creativity that maybe not everybody has access to, but I would venture to say a good majority. And it's the ability to take a bunch of situations and just make them work. Scrapbook all these seemingly disconnected things in life and to be able to put them together and make sense of it. I actually think if you're a happy person in general, you should give yourself a little bit of credit because you're somewhat creative because you're able to see a perspective beyond you know hurt, pain, and to be able to stitch all of these things in your mind and your emotions and make sense of it all. I just think you should pat yourself on the back because <laughs> that's a skill, okay? But anyways, as a content creator, um, I really take content seriously. And inspiration allows you to get so much more done, but there are different types of inspiration. And the conversation that I wanna have is on the topic of fuel, okay, fuel. So we're talking about creating things, things that we make. We're talking about inspiration fuel the things that fuel us and I wanted to kind of bring up some evidence from my personal life that will kind of help you understand the point that I'm trying to make here and we'll go into the word um, and we'll look at some scriptures as well but when we talk about inspiration or fuel for the things that we make fuel for our lives inspiration can look like a lot of things okay um, for some of us, you know, 
if you're a coffee drinker, that coffee gets you inspired, you know, it gives you fuel for your project or whatever, and that's a good thing. Um, things that make us happy, that is fuel. Things that give us revelation, things that we didn't know before, that's a type of fuel. Um, understanding, like mutually meeting other people and hearing perspectives and understanding them, that's a type of fuel as well. But as anybody who listens to popular music would know, um, there are also forms of inspiration or fuel that are not necessarily happy or revelation or mutual understanding. There's pain that is the source of inspiration. There's hurt, there's frustration, and all of these are fuel that burn into your projects, especially as a content creator, okay? So if your fuel is hurt from, you know, you had a, a boyfriend or girlfriend break up with you, that's your fuel, well, that's gonna burn into your project, you know? So whether we like to admit it or not, you know, if you're working on a project or something and, you know, someone broke up with you, like you're writing things and typing things and saying things in that project that you wouldn't have said if you weren't coming from that hurt place. Okay. We're talking about fuel. We're talking about the things that drive us, the things that leak for better or worse into our projects and personal lives. Okay. And I've noticed for me personally, a, a great example, a couple of years ago, um, I was, and if you, if you listen to music, you know that there are so many songs written about relationships, okay? And I always, when I was in high school, I really wanted to write songs that weren't just about like breakups and relationships. Those things are important and they touch our heart, but I, I wanted to have some bigger themes to kind of write about, you know, um, because I just think that's a little cliche and there's more to life than heartbreak. Whoa, whoa. I'm going to say that again for somebody. There is more to life than heartbreak. There is more to life than, you know, getting over people or people hurting you. I mean, you can be a whole and happy person and you can meet somebody else that's like a whole happy person as well. Now, granted, I'm not saying that we have to be like fake happy all the time, but I'm saying you can be like content with your life, you know? Oh my gosh, sizzle. I'm just going to leave it there. But that being said, um, we have these different types of fuel that go into our projects. So going back to my point, I remember it was a couple of years ago that I was in, you know, I was in like, like a, I was in like one of my first relationships, you know, and I'll just be real transparent with you guys because I don't care. Uh, I had gone on dates a bunch, but I had never really like been in with anybody seriously, you know, and there was this one girl I was just like really into. And so I was writing songs and stuff around the time where we were going through like this rough patch slash breakup. It was just all weird for me, you know? And so I was like, oh my gosh, I was getting all this inspiration. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't want to necessarily want to write about this person, like, like only, 
but that is like my fuel right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like use it. Like you're my muse, you know, like let's go. So I just started writing songs or whatever. And I knew that I wasn't coming at it from like a healed place, but I just was like, hey, I'm inspired. Like, let's go, you know, all of these emotions and stuff. I got to process them. So I just, you know, started, started writing. And, you know, it was a little therapeutic for me um, just to kind of really like process those things and, and get revelation and stuff for, for my, ultimately for my healing. But the byproduct was I had all of these songs that I had written, you know, and uh, one of my friends called me out, like listening to it. And like I said, I tried to have some different themes than relationships in there, but it was, that was my fuel, you know? So my friend was like, hey, hey, I see you're writing a lot of breakup songs or whatever about that person. And it just hit me hard. I was like, oh snap, like, is it that obvious that I am this hurt person, that this hurt is like leaking into my projects, not in like an angry way or like I'm mad at the person. I mean, Taylor Swift, God bless. Here's the thing that's funny to me. When these celebrities or artists write a song, like a breakup song or something, we all sing it and it's like, yeah, Taylor, like, yeah, girl, yeah. But there's somebody on the other end of that song who, like, we don't know what their relationship was like. I mean, how do we know that, you know, in that case, Taylor Swift wasn't the quote-unquote bad guy? I mean, we just don't know. And I just think on the other side of a lot of these breakup songs, there's people who are good people that maybe just got in a dramatic situation, and now, you know, people are singing songs about them. But, we don't know the people, so it's not like we can like say, oh snap, bro, like that song was about you, you know? But there's there's people that probably do that, you know? But uh, but yeah, that's always funny to me. There's always someone on the other end of a breakup song. Um, maybe be kind to them, you know? But I just remember, I was like, dang. Because as a content creator, I kind of want to make work that is sort of transcendent that speaks to multiple people and is far further reaching than like a one hit wonder. So it just it just really hit me. I was like, man, I don't wanna be the guy who writes breakup songs. You know, I don't wanna be the guy who sings the song of life. I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm insecure, I'm, you know, and we all have our moments, okay? We all have our moments. I get that 100%, but I just don't want that to be like my overarching narrative, you know? And so, um, that being said, I want to talk about, we talked about creativity, we talked about inspiration, fuel, the things that fuel us, okay? Um, the You can be fueled by joy, revelation, or understanding, you know, these are generally positive things. They can come through, uh, you know, struggle and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's it's coming from a healed and whole place, um, a place of reflection. I mean, I'll just say this. When you talk about something after you're healed, it has a different tinge to it, if that's the right word, than when you were saying it when you were hurt. 
I mean, I just feel like you can really tell in the verbiage and in the way people are talking when their heart isn't from a healed place. And you can have this fuel that's pain, hurt, and frustration, and you're still hurt. You know, you're bleeding, and you're over here just like, you know, it's like, no, like, listen, go get healed. Like, get healed. Oh, my gosh. It is so blatantly obvious to everybody um, that you're making content for or that you're interacting with. I mean, they can just really tell. All of these are fuel that will burn. They'll burn into your projects. They'll burn stacks of smoke um, around you, and the people can tell that you're not coming from a healed place. The last thing I want to talk about is motivation or oaths, okay? And I'm going to pull up this scripture, Matthew 5, but creativity, inspiration, oaths. Some of you, your motivation or your sort of reason for even having a project or doing something, uh, maybe it's something that you're pursuing in life. You, you said to yourself, I will not be like my dad. I will not be like my mom. I will not be, you know, poor. Maybe you grew up poor or whatever, and there's like so many success stories. Um, you know, maybe you said, I will not let a man or woman hurt me again. You know, and you, you took that oath in your heart. And the trouble with that is those oaths can become a bias and a lens that we see life through that that isn't real. You know, so if you're someone that's hurt and you say, I will never let a man or woman hurt me ever again. Well, now your lens of trust is distorted, okay? So you're not able to see people in the right light and cut people some slack. I mean, they're, they didn't hurt you. They didn't hurt you. Like, whoa, slow down. Whoa, 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 slow down. Um, get healed. And that's the, that's the trouble with these oaths that, that we make. I will not be like my dad. It's like, whoa, hold on. If you are too so focused on not being like your dad or whatever, there, <laughs> there might be some positive qualities that actually are good. You're going to this other extreme over here. You want to prove people wrong. You know, it's like if somebody said, hey, you're disorganized. Like, I am not disorganized. Puff your chest up. Now you're organized. Well, that person's words had control over you. You know, as opposed to saying like, oh my gosh, you're right. Let me make this an internal decision for me from a healed place. Instead of trying to prove people wrong all the time, um, you know, we, we can... We can, we can be in a healed place and make decisions and create things. There's a scripture, Matthew 5, I got it pulled up over here. Matthew 5, 33 and 37, and I'm going to read in the ESV because that's what I have pulled up. And it says, again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, at all. 
either in heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem. It's the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, because you can't make one hair black or white. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. It says, do not take an oath at all. No oaths, no oaths. And I just, I just want to talk to somebody um, today. You know, maybe you, your motivation has been, you know, I don't want to be like this person. I don't want to be this. I will not let somebody hurt me again. Um, I just, I just really want to push back on that and challenge that. I just really want to challenge that. Um, maybe you're a content creator. Maybe you're just somebody who interacts with people and you're like, Travis, I have not been operating from the right fuel. Okay. Like the things that I have been, um, and I'll say this, some of you, you're like, these situations just happened to me. Like, you know, how, how, how could I have had control over them? It's like, I get that 100%. And I want to tell you that it is your responsibility to take care of your healing. Um, I, I listen to Dr. Henry Cloud, and he's really great. And something that he says is, you know, you are responsible for your healing. So if you were in a car accident, it's like horrible that it happens to you, right? Um and you didn't deserve to be in the car accident, um, but it just happened, you know? It's not the other person's responsibility for you to be healed now. It's your responsibility to get healed. You know, whatever happens to us, it's our responsibility um, to get healed, you know? And I just want to challenge that. Like maybe you haven't been burning the right fuel. Um, you know, maybe your creative projects have been from a hurt place and it shows. Maybe you took an oath and your motivation has, has been something that isn't good. You know, you don't have to take these oaths and, and let them skew your lens of life. I mean, you're, you don't need to have these biases, you know, so... I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to pray for me too, because quite frankly, I mean, I think all of us have these sort of biases and maybe things that we've said in the past, um, you know, to protect us from hurt or, you know, to process hurt, um, but we all need to be coming from a healed place, so I'll pray for you. Um, Jesus, I just pray, <laughs> well, first off, Jesus, you're good. Literally, I am nothing without you, and I need you every single day, and I just thank you for empowering me to live like you. Oh my gosh, I didn't earn your love, your goodness, but you loved me, and Lord, you, you give me good things because I'm your child, so I just thank you for that. I want to pray for my friends right now and myself, um, Lord, that we would not have these oaths that we've taken, um, Lord, that we would just be yes and no and living for you, Jesus. I just break them right now in my life in the name of Jesus. And for those that are listening, we just break these oaths that we would 
um, be able to view things with a clean lens, that we would view things through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ and your word. And Lord, I just pray for everybody that's listening um, that they would burn the right fuel, that they would be able to make things and do things um, and impact people from a healed place, from a whole place, from the place that ultimately you want them. And we just thank you. You said that we'd go through tribulation, Jesus. You made it real plain. But I just thank you that you don't leave us, you don't forsake us, you're with us. And I just pray for my friends right now that you would just empower us to live like you. We break bondages. We break all those places of pain, hurt. And we just say, Lord, do a deep work and that you would bring healing and restoration into those areas uh, for myself and my friends. And Lord, I'm, I am gonna say this because I almost, you almost got off the hook, but I'm, I'm gonna say it. And I just pray right now that we would forgive, Lord, that we would forgive those people by name. And you know if there's somebody that you need to forgive, but uh, it, you, you, need, you need to do it. And Lord, I just pray that, <laughs> that you would just give us the courage to do this. Jesus, I just thank you that you forgave me, Lord, that it wouldn't be a burden to forgive somebody else. You forgave me of the weight of sin, Lord, that I would be as bold um, to, to forgive a friend for something petty. And Lord, we just thank you for your goodness in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Very good. Well, that was a long-winded prayer, but thank you guys for hanging with me, and thank you guys for enjoying this conversation. I thought this was really good. So thank you guys for listening. We'll talk again soon, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.